So, welcome to Radio Free Partic Edition back. 11. Back, much missed. We've had, was it three weeks we've been away? I'm not oh, sure. It must be at Seems least a long time. People will, it'll feel a lot longer to our listeners. Yep. They'll be missing us. Uh, as ever, we are live from Partic Pumping, Pumping Station. Station with um, an Oscars special. And uh, we weren't actually at the Oscars. We're hoping that there might be a Scottish equivalent next year. I was trying to think of a suitable name for a Scottish Oscars, and I could, all I could come up with was the Okawa Awards. Okawa. 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 Uh-huh. Um, uh, but it's not. Yeah. The Oscar was was nicknamed after somebody's uncle, uh, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, Oscar. Just like my uncle, uncle Oscar. Oscar. Right. Yeah. But, just well, it wasn't his uncle Dick. Oh, hey, there you go. Uh, we will be getting back right at the very end. I intend to return to the topic that we're starting with, the Oscars and awards and things like that. And it'll be like a comedy masterclass, really. Mm-hmm. We start... Oh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Might, people might not laugh too much, but comedy masterclass. Okay. Start with one topic and, you know, just go off in all sorts of crazy di- directions. But eventually, come back to what you started with, yeah, with a kind of a conclusion. Kind of just a ramble, though, isn't it? But, but then you a come ramble. back to remembering what you were talking about. Oh, that well, that could be the well, same we'll see, we'll see thing. We'll see how it works out. Uh, we will be talking about the Oscars films, films we've seen, and also the general list of Oscar nominations. We've seen Uncut Gems, Parasite, yes. Yes. and The Personal History of David Copperfield. Parasite, obviously... Oscar winner, best film Indeed. film uh-huh. year. Uh, we may get onto some novels, but we might not have time because we just might be able to f- find that rich seam of comic material think, about the Oscars. I think we probably will. And old jokes. We're going to do some old jokes. Old jokes? Yes, we're going to bring new life to some old we've jokes. We've never we're done any new jokes, though, have we? No, we've never. People don't want new jokes. No, they they want the familiarity. Yeah. They want the safety of what they know already. That's Things that made them laugh once will make them laugh Again, yes. that's our theory. We may talk about Storm, Kira, uh, and you have been involved in a Twitter spat. <laughs> well, um, it wasn't so much a spat as a, a spittle, was it really? It wasn't really much of a... A spitter a, phlegm yeah, exchange. It wasn't much of a Twitter spat, but uh, it was quite amusing. We'll, we'll get on to it. It was with top comedian... Hal Cruttenden, Cruttenden, English, I believe. Cruttenden. Very, very, very English name, the most English. English name you could uh-huh. possibly ever have. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we'll be uh, putting on our gownless evening straps and or sustainable Stella McCartney dinner suits that we plan to wear to all the film awards, and we'll be re- talking about the Oscars. I'm wearing the same jeans as I had on last time as well. At the Oscars? No, at here. Oh, have you taken them off since? No, I just sleep on them. Oh, dear, oh, dear. Uh, well, shall we start with... Um, Storm Kira. Storm Kira. Uh, and uh, Storm Kira, which was also your involvement in this Twitter storm. I noticed that the best uh, Storm Kira reference on Twitter came from Bob Servant, uh-huh. uh, Broughty Ferry's uh, leading purveyor of burgers of uh, mixed meat origin at his uh, van in Broughty Ferry. Uh, he ushered, uttered a heartfelt Twitter appeal last night at the height of the storm, and it was hashtag Storm Kira at the end. If anyone in the vicinity of Broughty Beach has seen a left brogue, two <laughs> mugs, a bottle of Midori, a set of castanets, a fun-loving divorcee called Esther, or 
possibly Edna, and male underpants embroidered with je ne sais quoi on the front. No, sorry, je ne sais on the front and quoi on the back. See, Bob got the gag thing, got the gag right. I've made a mess of it already. Please get in touch. Yeah, that would almost have been even as funny as Bob had made it. It was, yeah. But I've made a mess of it. Sorry about that. Neil Forsyth, obviously, is the man who gives Bob Servant real life. Uh, I've got another storm... Well, Kira were you joke? were you a, a joke? I'm sorry, this I is a an joke. Observation about your um, no, no. Your, your travels. No, no, no. I'm no. not doing that. No, you know, no. You know. Did you hear Storm Kira blew the roof off the cheese factory? The, there was debris everywhere. Debris was everywhere. Debris was, debris was everywhere. Everywhere. Debris was everywhere. That's yeah. not a good joke. No, it's terrible. Well, I read it and thought uh-huh. I'd steal it, and it yeah. served some use yeah, if things weren't going that, very yeah. well. And I've made things. Not, well, I've messed up already. the one. I've made. I messed up the one good gag that I'd found, and then uh-huh. you. Oh. Hal Crottenden. Comedy masterclass indeed. Exactly. How not to do it. (laughs) Hal Crottenden. Your Twitter spat with Hal Crottenden. Yeah, well, I was watching the rugby the other day. I'm not a big rugby fan. I don't really watch rugby that often. But international games kind of go for, you know. The Six Nations Nations, World Championship. uh, Well, Six Nations Championship. And um, I was watching it and it was a blooming awful game because of the... Because of the, the stormy weather and the conditions Kira, and all the rest yes. of it, but there seemed to be um, people taking offence that um, there was some sort of, sort of booing as um, the English kicker was going up to. Now, the English kicker is a guy called Owen Farrell, who takes yes. absolutely ages over his kicks. Oh, yes, he's he got a rather. really irritating style about him. He looks right. back at the ball, looks uh, away, looks uh, back. back. Looks, uh, and it was irritating me. Yeah. And even though I'm not a rugby fan, I thought you were getting I would have booed, booed him, you know. Yeah. But this Hal Crutton fellow said, um, so if you ever find yourself supporting Scotland in a game when England aren't playing them, then remember this crowd. And I just thought, well, that is so... Yeah. On so many levels, that yeah. is just... I didn't realise he was Welsh, though. <laughs> or, or possibly from Yorkshire. I think, he's actually very posh. I think he's moved about quite a bit. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I just thought, well, you know, why why would the English people be supporting Scotland in a football yes, match or a rugby true. match no, or, English, or a sporting No English occasion, folk you know, are going to support and, us. And they're patronising to yes, think patron- that. The little you know, underdogs, they need English oh, support. Yeah, no, so, but I thought it smacked more of sort of like respect the bigger nation, respect the... Oh, yes, you know, pay attention to your colonial overlords and masters. It felt a bit like that. Yes, and, and, I, and I don't know if quote tweeting is particularly the thing to do or not but mm. I couldn't help myself and I just said uh, on Twitter how thinks the Scottish crowd should be supporting England mm, yes that's the Which, way it was kind of what I took from yeah, it you know? yeah. but I mean you know anything like this so anyway he comes back at me with his strange voice you know. posh yes his strange posh Welsh Yorkshire voice uh-huh. here it is and again he, and, he, and this is what he said yes. in, in that, this that voice really exact voice not at all Oh, he's become Scottish now. That's, he's become Scottish. Excellent. Well, he was, he was being patronised again, uh, wasn't he? Uh, just, I'm just going to do it in my own voice instead of his voice, because I can't do his voice. Just want to make sure England fans don't ever support a Scottish team with fans like this. Mm. Then he said to me, don't get offended. We're just doing to you what you do to us. 
Snowflake. Oh, Snowflake is the ultimate it's, right wingers put down, it is, isn't but, but it? For also, the liberal sensibility. Oh, mm. I, know, I mean, honestly, I mean, seeing Snowflake to someone on Twitter is just yeah, so. Oh. It's pretty poor. But then but, you came back again, didn't you? Well, I yes. sent him a photograph. Photograph, which many people have seen. It's of a large. Uh, how tall was it? Was it about three or four feet tall? It, it was, was constructed a, it was, it was in your street. Yeah, not in my street. It was it was on Ruthven Street off no, Byers Road. It was a it, it's it a snow penis. A snow phallus. Yes. Well, it was not a penis. It was also the other. Oh yeah. Attached. Well, it wasn't. Yes, just that. Part. Yes, it was an it was entire, entire thing. Snow genitals. Yes. Yes. Um, uh, which how which I said I've made this out of snowflakes. Snowflake you which I, I thought was quite a good comeback. I think you'd won the battle, uh -huh, the comedy uh -huh. battle there. Well, I think I did because he just said. Thanks, mate. Have a great night. Yes, there you go. Said, He's lost. He's lost. 3-0 to Scotland. <laughs> uh, but I've, I've had a... Scotland did get beat in the rugby, yeah, which wasn't no, that but, but we came anyway. back, we won the game that mattered, the Twitter spat stakes. <laughs> uh, I I've looked up Hal Cruttenden, and he was interviewed a few years ago during one of his Edinburgh runs during the Fringe, uh, and he was asked about his, his best joke. He wouldn't give it, because huh? understandably he wants to use it on stages for mm -hmm. as long as possible. Uh, but he was then asked, which joke are you ashamed of, mm -hmm. of yours? But folk laughed anyway, and he said uh, his joke he was ashamed of, but it worked, it made folk laugh. I'm really terrified by all these terrorist groups, Al-Qaeda, ISIS, etc. My mum called me recently to tell me a distant relative had been killed by Alzheimer's, and my first response was, who the hell are they? So it made you laugh. In all fairness, no, I, I'm not you... laughing. I'm, 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 well, <laughs> you're laughing was now. As a sharp intake of breath, oh, right. which it, caused me to laugh and exhale. It wasn't not not a great joke. It's not a great you know, joke, but yeah. I've, I've seen him. I've seen him at the stand. He's, he's quite amusing, yeah. you know. He's he has that persona. And he's you know, but and at, at he decided least... to take on the Scottish support. My 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 replies to him were much. Um, more polite yes, than several than his, that he got, yes, you know, oh, I can as imagine. you can imagine because yes. you know? there was some sort of stuff around about that that there was um, supposedly a plastic beer bottle thrown at an oh, yeah. English player on the way in now yeah. did it not I don't just know. blow out of a hand it well seemed. I think it seems to have blown some, yeah. from somewhere that, that slightly loaded call it a plastic beer bottle yes which kind of suggests some more level of violence than just a drunken a plastic violence. bottle yes yes you know what I mean but also if you Ever try to launch a plastic bottle at someone in, in a, a storm? Gale. Difficult. Then I don't think you're really going to be Very hitting difficult. them straight on the head. No, you, no. you know. And at least Hal Cruttenden, say what we like about Hal yes. Cruttenden, he would have been able to read out a Bob Servant tweet <laughs> properly. Yes. So that it was funny. Uh, and moving on from the Twitter spat and the storm, we'll return to the Oscars. Now, can I add something I meant to say about the Oscars earlier on. Uh, hopefully the Oscars uh, will be coming to Partick next year because right? Partick Action on Litter, my local litter picking group, as you will be aware, Alan, uh -huh. we've made four very short uh, films for viral distribution. They've all been out there over the past fortnight. And yep, we're hoping we'll right pick up an Oscar next year, yes, 2021. Uh -huh. um, and uh, we use uh, Ken Bruce, Radio 2 legend Ken yep, Bruce. The pop master himself. Jack Doherty, uh, who is Chief Commissioner Cameron Meekelson in top TV comedy Scott Squad. We use him. He's also obviously a legend of absolutely. Mm -hmm. uh, Louise McCarthy. She's in Scott Squad as well. And we also use Scottish comedy legend Sanjeev Kohli or uh, Navid from Still, from Game. Still Game. They've all yes. generously donated their time voiceovers 
hopefully Oscar bound this time next year. Are you getting feedback this time? Are you getting more people coming along to your litter picks because of this? We haven't actually done one. No, you haven't. Uh, in the interim, February 20 something is the it's next the 23rd. one. the 23rd. 23rd. We you hope know what? I, you'll be there. I can't make oh, them play football that day. Again. Every time you, you, you keep doing them on days that I'm playing football. Oh, it's almost as though I know, isn't it? It's yeah. almost as though you arrange football matches on knowing days. what those days are. Yeah. Yeah. i tell right. you what, the next time. The next, next time. time you'll be there. Oscars. Uh, there was no host at the Oscars uh, this year. And, was there not uh, then? So it was just... It was just individual presenters. Right. Uh, but let us crowbar in some old jokes and yet another vocal impersonation uh, because uh, famously uh, on one occasion 2010 uh, Steve Martin and Alec Baldwin hosted the Oscars in 2010 and did a very good job and uh, there was an apparent autoprompt malfunction very unfortunate at one point uh-huh. and would you like to be Steve Martin? I'll, I'll uh, try, but I've been trying to get his voice all morning and it's yeah. worse than my Hal Cruttenden, to be honest, you know. Yeah, I'll give it a go. Or do you, would you rather... I mean, I'm not going to be able to do Alec Baldwin either. Well, ne- well, no. Well, I'll do, I'll do Alec Baldwin. You I'll do try Steve, Steve Martin. Martin. See, there's okay. more Steve Martin gags we can revisit. Okay. We'll bring them back to life, not that they've ever died. Would you like to be Steve Martin at the Oscars so this in is 2010? Reading the... Reading auto-prompt. the autoprompt... And then there's that damn Helen Mirren. Ah, oh, see, that's Dame Helen Mirren. Oops, sorry. Oh, it's as though Steve Martin is <laughs> in the room with us. Shall we do some more Steve Martin gags? This is a Steve Martin gag that was originally, it was about Ronald Reagan. Yeah. And I've forgotten to look up uh, Steve Martin's feelings about Donald Trump. I can't believe he would be a Donald Trump I'm fan. kind of guessing he'd be. You would hope not. Uh, we'll, not a fan. Steve Martin... This, this is me being Steve Martin. Okay. I believe Donald Trump will soon restore this great country of America to what it once was, an Arctic wilderness. Right. It's Another almost w- as if a really bad Woody Allen impersonator oh, was in the room. What am I saying? <laughs> right, do you want to do some more? Here we, here we go. Steve Martin gags that we appreciate for your joy and illumination because Steve Martin... Get your tickets now. He's coming with Martin Short, March 9, yep, to Glasgow's Hydro. Hydro. And he's also doing a range of other UK venues yep. in and March, it looks like a not to be missed. Looks like a good game. And it's got, like has it got music as well? Yeah, I think Stone it's Stone Canyon Rangers. Yep, I think yep. it's the Stone Canyon Rangers. Uh-huh. Let's remind you of Steve Martin, the enduring glory of Steve Martin. Some people have a way with words and other people <laughs> not have way very good almost almost that's that's quite good one. uh i gave my cat a bath the other day no i am becoming woody <laughs> allen i i'll just do it as me i gave my cat a bath the other day said steve martin they love it he sat there he enjoyed it it was fun for me too oh sure the fur would stick to my tongue but other than that <laughs> <laughs> you don't know that's that. That's Elmo Phillips. No, okay, Elmo Phillips, Steve Martin, <laughs> yes. and Woody Allen. Three for the for no for the no oh, fee oh, at all. Yeah. Man of a thousand voices, everyone the same. There's more to go. Shall we do more <laughs> before we go back to the Oscars? I just flew in from Los Angeles. Boy, are my arms tired! 
I just bought my own floor last <laughs> video. No, it's Jackie floor. Mason. It's Jackie I, just Mason. Bought, oh. I just bought my own form oh. of private transportation. Landed it out here at the airport. It's not easy landing a Honda Civic out here at the airport. That's very good, Jackie Mason. <laughs> uh, before, Jackie Chan. I think the final one. Before you criticise a man, walk a mile in his shoes. Yeah. And that way, when you do criticise him, you'll be a mile away. And you'll have his shoes. <laughs> Excellent stuff. Steve, Martin, March 9, Hydro. We're going. Yeah, we'll we're be going, there. We'll be heckling. Front row. We'll be shouting out his jokes for him. We'll be shouting. We could do this better than you. I'm Hal Cruttenden, <laughs> we'll both be shouting. And we're funnier than you. <laughs> right. Um, okay, the Oscars. Yes. Uh, we have seen a range of these pictures. I think Parasite is... Parasite is the one we've seen most recently, but we've also seen The Irishman, 1917 Jojo Rabbit, Joker, Marriage Story, and Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. We've seen all but two I've of them. Seen, I haven't seen Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, but yes. It was very us. good, very enjoyable. Uh -huh. Parasite, worthy winner, uh, although I, I would have too. preferred Jojo Rabbit. Uh, yeah, but I didn't think that was ever going to be a mainstream a no. hit. Uh, what can we Paris, say? Paris, it was very, very good. I yes, was, what can we say about I, I, Parasite? I was surprised at it being a best picture. Because it's foreign language. It, all uh, of that, you know. And it's all a of strange that. mix of genres. And it it's about mix. Uh -huh. class inequality uh, and uh, social inequality, class conflict. Mm -hmm. uh, and then it, it's very funny. Uh, and it's set in Seoul in North uh, sorry, South Korea. Korea. Not North Korea. Good heavens, no. Old what's his name? The no. king of yep. North Korea. King of North Korea? He's yep. not actually the king. <laughs> Transgressive comedy I'm doing here. Yeah, Certainly king digressive. Ill man. Mon that's his that's name, the boy. It? That's him. He'll be upset. If, uh, but anyway. Um, Don't have Sam. It's... Uh, it's it's recognisably an urban inner city story about people who live in a kind of half basement mm -hmm. uh, uh, and socially transgressive, that word again, neighbours outside, the man who comes and urinates in the street outside their window on a regular basis. It, 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 ex similarities with Partick are quite astounding. Uh, but then it turns from this comedy story about these uh, poverty-stricken but resourceful poor people uh, who make uh, who, who who they make inroads into this other family yes or they make how to describe it uh, they they act as parasites upon these rich but stupid and not very nice rich people uh, and then it turns into something altogether different about two-thirds of the way through mm -hmm. when you wonder who are the parasites and oh my goodness this is a different genre of film altogether yeah but it's uh, convincingly black, and you're never quite sure what's going to happen next. Uh, it's always surprising, and uh, worthy winner. Although I said, yes, surprise winner well, in lots of ways. I mean, compared, to, as you said, I've, I've seen all these films, and when, when I thought about it again, I thought, oh yeah, that is the film I probably enjoy the most. Yeah. Um, yep. And, and as you say, it's constantly surprising. I'm rustling papers now. I mean, because we've I, done I, loads I, of note -making. I perhaps enjoyed Joker more. I thought it was more yeah. entertaining, but I didn't yes. think that was going to be best picture. No, you know, uh, Rennie Zellweger, Judy, best actress. Yeah. Her performance was great. I didn't yeah. particularly think the film was very no. good. I don't think the script and the, the, the I don't know the atmosphere. It just felt 
Skull. It felt half made. Yeah, I, I know. Like yes, it felt a bit like a TV, made for TV mm-hmm. film that you might see on BBC Four or something. One of those biopic type things, cut price biopics. Uh, I thought Scarlett Johansson was better uh, in, in Marriage Story. Story. It's a shame Marriage Story didn't win more. Well, it didn't. I don't think it won any awards, did it? I'm not sure. I do have the full list in front of me, but I should know these things off by heart. Uh, it's a shame that Gary Glitter's uh, track didn't win anything for. for music best um, adapted best adapted music song that our... is uh, not socially sanctioned no. anymore just like Gary Glitter yes uh, music has committed no crime however I would point out <laughs> um, uh, although Gary Glitter obviously has uh, what else is there no, other than what I've got all the awards here and uh, we could list them but that would be exceptionally dull so we won't do that uh, shall we go on to well, uncut so gems, did, or shall we go back to something well, else? I was just, no, I was just going to say, did 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 Wacken Phoenix get best actor? He certainly or? did. He did. Yes. He did. Uh-huh. You know his real name is uh, his real surname is Bottom. Whacking Bottom. Whacking Bottom. Ah, yeah, that's what go. he was born in. Whacking Bottom. His father's called John Lee Bottom, and they get involved in the Children of God, and then they sort of is that true? Him and his family. This is absolutely. Oh, I thought true. it was a joke. No, no, no. Well, this is a very funny joke. No, I thought that this was is joke. absolutely true. And then. Mm. The family called themselves Phoenix in the early seventies or whatever it was, um, and I just found it quite amusing. His real name's Wacky Bottom. Bottom. Yes, I'll I'll never be able to think of him as anything yeah. other than. It makes me think Wacky of Jimmy Bottom. Edwards now as well. Yes, I have a Jimmy Edwards story. Do you? Yes. Is, is it tellable? It's totally tellable. Jimmy Edwards uh, was famously gay, uh, and. Uh, but my fa- I kept telling my father this because my father would always go on about... It's a true story. <laughs> Jimmy Edwards, as a pilot during the Second World War, piloted the glider in which my father, who was a paratrooper, para- was paraglided uh-huh. into the invasion of Germany in 1945. Right. And uh, evidently he was a nice guy and he did his job really well. He piloted them, they landed, and they went away and reclaimed uh, part of the Netherlands en route to crossing the Rhine and uh, defeating Germany. Uh, and some time after the war, my father and my mother went to a theatre in London to see Jimmy Edwards on stage in some sort of review and went back afterwards and met Jimmy Edwards in his dressing room and chatted about the war and how they both of them had liberated uh, Germany, liberated Netherlands and then Germany, mm-hmm. and won the war. And uh, I used to delight in telling my dad, but... You do know he was gay, though. <laughs> but he had a moustache. <laughs> yeah, he blew he a plane. A yeah, no, that was it. So there you but go. But he did have a big handlebar moustache. He was he a did. big bluff figure. He, yes, he, wouldn't he, didn't with, you know, he wouldn't think at that time. No. Yeah. And uh, being gay at that time yeah. was something terrible. Yeah. Whereas now, and it, who cares? And the whacking all those little boys in the bottom had nothing to do with either. Completely innocent. Of course not. Wholly innocent. Right, should we talk about uncut gems as we've both prepared tons of material tons. about uncut gems? Uh, charismatic New York City jeweller Howard Ratner, played by Adam Sandler, uh, and he's uh, a gambling addict, which I found really quite terrifying because he's always looking for the next uh, ludicrous bet to dig himself out of a hole that the last ludicrous bet landed him Did in. Did you see this at the cinema? I watched yes. it on, uh, on TV, on Netflix the other night. He's persistently robbing Peter to pay Paul and then uh, robbing Philip to pay Penelope. Meanwhile, Pauline and, and someone else whose name begins with P are 
banging on the door demanding the debts from Percy. The pre- Percy. Percy. Oh, it's just, and it just goes on and on and on. It's quite unsettling, isn't it? It is. It's, it, it's not a very sad. enjoyable experience. No, if a, you know what I mean. I think it's a great piece of filmmaking. It's a great film. It's not. It's quite immersive. It's, it's something you like, endure at yeah, the time. And I don't even know if I like the character, but you kind of, you're kind of nervous admire for him. him. Yeah. Scared for him. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. And it's slightly amusing. His son name's Ratner. Yes. Like, you know, and he's involved in Jules, Jules. after Gerald Ratner who. Famously, or what was it famously ruined his own business by uh, something, cheap some crap piece of or something, yeah, or something yeah, like that. Yeah. cheap crap, whatever. Um, and it's also it's about it's there's a lot of shouting going on and a lot mm. of New York mm. maleness. It's mm. it's a very male film about uh, how gambling works and about yeah. sports. There's always some big heavies in it as well. Yes, the heavies of, look as though they could have come from. Possible, they look as though they could come. Yeah, exactly. They could have come from anywhere. Yeah. Really, very you know very I mean? convincing. Nas, very very you know, convincing. Jailbirds, ex, you know, convicts, guys who have been in a bit of bother. Yeah, and the women, the women in it are, I think, quite strong women. There's the angry, scornful wife, and also the inexplicably devoted mistress. Inexplicably, yes. I thought as well. Um, but uh, it's a very, it's a very good film, but mm-hmm. not an easy watch. It's um, not. It's not. It's a sweaty thing. And we have altogether. to say that it has entirely. Um, well, it's established Adam Sandler as an actor, which he's often been derided. I've got a, one critic has said here he's won sixteen. No, sorry, he's had sixteen Golden Raspberry Razzie Award nominations for worst actor, which is more than Sylvester Stallone, and he's had five wins. <laughs> um, and uh, one critic said sometimes an Adam Sandler movie fails. A Sandler movie does not fail because it's bad. Most Sandler movies are bad. A Sandler movie fails when it doesn't make money. They've all been huge hits, yeah, despite yeah. how. And some have suggested that Sandler movies are going downhill, but his movies were never on a hill to begin with. Sandler's movies exist. On a sprawling plain, deep beneath the sea, ignorance of heights, ignorant of heights or valleys, only hoping to hit oil, which is uh, a better speech than Adam I've, Sandler's ever been given. But like, he's very I've, good. I think I've not really seen that many films that Adam Sandler's been in. Really, I've seen he's, Happy he's not... Gilmore. Uh-huh. He just appears to be stone, as kind of stoned, stone-faced. Right. And I started watching. Punch-Drunk Love, which is the one that is That's supposed to, to be being very good in. Oh, is it? But I started oh, right. watching that oh, with right. my family, and nobody wanted to watch it, and after about 20 minutes, I thought, oh, put this off. Mm. You know? So I never get back round to it. I must have seen them in some sort of, like, um, you know, comedy movies on TV or stuff like that. Um, Gol- kind of Happy Gilmore is the, the golf one, isn't is it? Is it? Yeah. Right. Which I actually quite liked, but he's, uh-huh. it's not uh, it's not high art, but then it doesn't set out to be high art. But it was art. great in this. I he was, he was terrific. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, he was convincingly desperate, yet somehow strangely optimistic, self-deluded, self-deluding. Um, yeah, there's charisma about him. There was, yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. Charisma about good. his character. Uh, what else can we say about Uncut Gems? I'm not sure there's anything else. Um, I was trying to think. It's got an American basketball, real-life American basketball uh, star in it, Kevin Garnett, um, and I was wondering if there could be some kind of a Scottish version, uh, and which Scottish sportsman would we refer to as as our Kevin Garnett? But then, there's this tragic 
reality, which is that lots of um, Scottish sportsmen, sports figures, and there's nothing funny about this at all, lots of them have had terrible gambling addictions that mm. have entirely ruined their lives, so we couldn't really do a Scottish version with a Scottish sports star in it. So uh, where does that go? What, what, up a comedy cul-de-sac. Well, what there, I was going to say was I couldn't really follow the... I don't really follow basketball, but I couldn't really follow the, the, the betting. I couldn't really follow... No, and the, this is a strange thing. Uh-huh. Who can? A, a, uh-huh. a small number of American men can uh-huh. follow all the stuff about because betting. Because of certain points and certain part, uh, parts of the game. and, yeah. and uh, the spread, the... Uh, the I, I didn't uh, bother trying to follow that no. part of it. I didn't see there was any point. It was an entirely either. foreign language. Yes, it kind of was. And to, I would have think, mo- most non-sports fans, it would be mm-hmm. a non... impenetrable. Yeah. Although um, that part of it, you know, yes, that's a, that's a plot. It's a plot device and all the rest of it. But you don't really have to follow that to... You just want to know whether it, he's it gonna works win or, or not. not. Uh-huh. Yeah, you know. yeah. And well, we can't say whether it. Will no, we shouldn't say it. No, we cannot spoil the plot at all. Yeah. So let's move on to a film that I've seen, but you've not seen, which was the personal history of David Copperfield. Yep. Um, which uh, I was, I saw it in the cinema, having seen the trailer, at uh, pre- previous films I'd seen at the cinema, and the trailer trailers are meant to do a good job of selling the film. Um, that you that you're gonna go and see, uh, and it's the trailer is makes you believe that it's gonna be a kind of non-stop laugh riot, because it's very neatly edited together with all sorts of co- all the comedy moments, and it is a funny film, but these comedy moments are um, spread out throughout the duration of what is a very clever and thoughtful film, and it's slow paced. Um, and in fact, I fell asleep a couple of Did times, you? which is a bad. I shouldn't well, be saying that, but I really enjoyed the film. It's a uh-huh. terrific film. Armando Iannucci, our very own Armando Iannucci, um, and it's a film about, uh, strangely enough, a film about the power of the written word, and a film about uh, recording the written word. Sorry, recording the spoken word about writers recording spoken words, people's inadvertent phrases and sentences that they come up with and it's about um, grit and perseverance that's the theme of the uh, the theme of the film the theme of the the novel which i haven't read have you read any dickens novels not not the big big long ones you know i've read a christmas carol i've certainly read a christmas carol certainly read and i twist uh, I don't think I've read any of those. I think there, I've only there's read. There's ones that I've started. I, I mean, I haven't read a Dickens novel for thirty years. You no, know, no neither about have I. Forty years, early twenties or whatever. You know, perhaps. But uh, I can't. <coughs> I can't remember if I attempted David Copperfield or not. It's very familiar from like Sunday afternoon TV adaptations, adaptations uh-huh, which, which are long yeah. and sprawling. You know, but I agree with you about the. Um, the trailer because the trailer did look like it was a it looks like a knockabout riot of farcical comedy and there are those moments of it but they are very few and far between which isn't to decry the film at all no you really expect that no and and it's very I suppose if if you've gone there having never seen the trailer you wouldn't be yeah you know it's true to the novel and true to Dickens uh, because it's kind of about Dickens and about being a writer as well uh, Mark, is it Mark Kermode or is it Mark Kermody? I'm never sure quite how to pronounce his name. <laughs> Kermode? He likes to be called Mark 
Commode. Commode. Uh, he said that it both respects and reinvents the novel on which it's based. Um, and it's a film very much about... All Dickens is about children's fear of loss of control and about the strange, inexplicable rules that govern adult life and the senselessness of adult life and cruel and arbitrary punishments. Uh, in this case, it's uh, the sudden, inexplicable financial ruin and collapse that has all sorts of... Uh, uh, consequences for all the adults and children within this world that Dickens has created. Lots of his novels, I think, are the same sort of theme. Um, and uh, Dev Patel as David Copperfield uh, is is incredible. He's really, really good. He's got a, a kind of innocent, optimistic smile that perseveres through everything. Uh, he's terrific. And the baddies are good as well. Um, ben Wishaw is a memorably oily and unctuous Uriah Heap, very humble. Uh, Darren Boyd, who you've seen in lots of sitcoms and comedies on TV, he is a very ooh, horrible, horrible baddie who sends David Copperfield away from his mother when he becomes Copperfield's uh, father-in-law. Mm -hmm. No, not father-in-law, stepfather. stepfather. Something like that, yeah. Uh, Peter Capaldi, he's very good as Mr Micawber. Tilda Swinton is very good as Betsy Trotwood. Um, and uh, it's a very good, very good film. Obviously, too late for any Oscars. Well, I guess it's just out just now. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know what the season is. I don't know when it opens and closes and stuff like that. But uh... the one, the oh, I've forgotten the name of that one that stars Daniel Craig. That didn't get any nominations. Daniel Craig. Yeah, the Knives Out. Oh yeah, that one. That was terrific. That well, wasn't that Oscar listed mm, nominated? But uh, yeah. Very, very strange. It's a very entertaining film. It's not very like, entertaining. But then again, films, inter, pieces of entertainment did used to be Oscar, Oscar, Oscar nominated, Oscar like nominated back in the early 70s and stuff like that. You know, you'd have obviously big, you know, blockbuster kind of disaster movies and stuff like that, and you know, ensemble pieces, probably, probably Agatha Christie adaptations yes. or whatever. So yeah, maybe you did. Yeah. Yes, Death on the Nile. Yeah, or the, well, that sort of thing probably was. was. I don't know. I'm, I'm fiddling around with bits. Just keep obviously. talking because I'm trying to. So you don't bits think of it was nominated at all? No, I don't think it was. I'm sure it was. Well, it never. It didn't make the nominees. Uh -huh. And it's a terrific film. No, it's and it, there's more to it than you might imagine. Now, yeah, there is as well. There is as well. Um, yeah. So I'm a bit disappointed. A that Jojo Rabbit didn't get more. Yeah. Did uh, Jojo awards. Rabbit get? It got best adapted screenplay. I right. think I'm going to find here, but that's uh -huh. about it, really. Uh -huh. Uh, and yeah, there should have been Knives Out should have been there as uh -huh. a popular, um, but it, yeah, it was popular. It was mainstream, but it was actually well, it was very well cleverer than you might imagine. Clever, uh, yeah. Um, and uh, anyway, so let's fiddle around with more bits of paper because I've not found the bit of paper You're, I was what, really what, looking, what for. Are you looking for. I'm trying to get us back to some Steve Martin gags. because <laughs> they were good. The operation was a success, but I'm afraid the doctor. Is dead. That was <laughs> what I was looking for, and I found it. <laughs> found it. Um, I, lo I love Steve Martin films. I love um, the early ones. Loved um, the Jerk. The Jerk and all of me. I enjoyed Dead Man Don't Wear Plaid. Yes, all those were very good fun. Yes, um, terrific stuff. You know, and I'm looking forward to see him live as a kind of bit of a fan and he's a bit of a legend really I suppose you know. I've been looking at some of his uh, live videos from the 70s when he was mm -hmm. a huge star and he became 
just a victim of his own success in that he was playing 10,000-seater stadiums. There's at least a couple of uh, live videos of that uh-huh. from the 70s. Well, I've got a couple of albums, and I yeah, listened and to albums. one recently, and I was really quite disappointed oh. in the, his... I don't know, it was just... It was a lot of messing about for 20 minutes on one side and 20 minutes on the other, you know? Yeah, I guess messing about, that's what, come, yeah, that's so what we're know, doing. But, but you weren't seeing it, and I, just, I think it must have been a lot... It must have been visual, you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh-huh. Having seen the videos or mm-hmm. DVDs, very, very funny stuff. It's like those French have a different word for everything. <laughs> Spanish, you know where you are with Spanish, according to Steve Martin, because it's all quite obvious. Casa de Pepe, which means toilet. <laughs> or not. <laughs> or not. Yes. Uh, what else what can else we... What we going to speak about? I thought there was something What else can we... Go... Have we missed something? We're going to return to something that right. I'd set up right at the start. Okay. Uh, but we're not quite ready to return because we're going to be a bit too short. We're running out of things to talk about. What else can we talk? Those novels. Keep I'm not going to talk too about quick. those. Keep moving us on too quick. I've not. I've got, I've got copious notes here. That I take well, every you read copious random notes. copious notes. Well, there's no point now. There's no point now. We've gone on. You know, we're past. Well, time that. has gone. Time has gone. Why on. don't you speak about your book that you've read recently then? No, I've because that's one of the bits of paper <laughs> on the floor, and I can't it. find it now. It's too late. Right. Well, well, I could talk about going to Isla and almost getting caught up in just, Storm Kira. I was just going to say that I have read a book recently, which I would really recommend. Which what? is just out in paperback at the moment, and it is by Emily Dean, and it's called "Everyone Died and I Got a Dog," oh. and uh, it does what it says on the tin. You know what? A obvi- dog dies. Uh, no. Oh no! Everyone, everyone dies, dies, and I got a dog. Ah, right. right. Okay. So it is a. a, a, a is it her, about a child? It's her life story. Ah. It's 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 a it's an autobiography, and it's very amusing. She's comes from a sort of. Um, quite a bohemian background her father worked in television and he was an academic and his mother did, did he her, die her mother was oh you have to read the book it ah right okay time, you know everybody died and I got a dog you right. know I mean she says it right there you know right in the introduction this is what this is about but it's about the journey through from being a child and growing up and a sister and all the rest I, I, I really like this person because yeah. she she works on the um, Frank Skinner ah. show at oh. the radio show on Absolute Radio at the weekend oh. and I always catch oh. up with her podcasts oh no you're, not rec- for- you're recommending another podcast yes I am but, oh, but I was surprised to find out that that has been going for 10 years oh. which doesn't seem you know, feasible yeah, well, I don't think I've been listening to podcasts for 10 years. Mm-hmm. or Well, it's kind of radio podcasts, you know what I mean? But um, have you ever listened to another podcast apart from this one? Nope. Nope. <laughs> not going to either. They're I mean, all not, rubbish. They're not, not as good as us. Cast. Nope. Nope. They're all sh- rubbish. Nope. <laughs> Can I talk about Isla? I was on Isla. It oh, was yeah. really nice. Uh, everyone there was really nice. Very friendly, very welcoming. I've discovered a new ale called Isla Ale, which is fantastic. Called Drink Isla Ale. Isla ale. Uh, there's a lager, there's a pale ale, there's a golden ale, and there's also a stout. They're all very, very good. Is this um, your first sponsorship? No. Well, it could be. Yeah, I, I actually quite like to have a job on Isla selling Isla ale, wandering around giving guided tours to the brewery. That would be. Uh-huh. I'd like that job. The people on Isla, lovely, friendly. They'd probably even be friendly to Hal Cruttenden. <laughs> uh, and now let us return. I'm going to return in a comedy masterclass. Uh-huh. Oh. to what I was talking about, what we were talking about at the start. Right. Uh, let's return to the topic of the awards. We spoke about the Oscars. Uh-huh. But as yet, Alan, there is no world... Oh, 
It would help if I could form words and sentences. As yet, Alan, there's no word on which awards ceremony has won the Awardee Award for Best Awarding of Awards at an awards ceremony at this year's Award of Awards Awards. But it won't be us. <laughs> Thank you. I don't think it will be. <laughs> and good night from him. Is that is finished already? Yes, and hello from me. Yeah, and good night from me too.